1: through interviews with leading professionals, and tips and tricks to help you scale your business. Sit back, grab a coffee, and let's talk all things influencer marketing. Hi, this is Jamie. And this is Danielle. Welcome to the Business Influencer Marketing Podcast Episode 12. Today we are very excited because we are finishing up our series on the marketing tools that every influencer should have with a very exciting discussion on case studies.
0: I love talking about case studies.
1: They're so shiny and fun. Do you think everyone (laughs)
0: else thinks that? (laughs) I'm guessing no, because Dr. Producer Don always tells us that we think these things are more interesting than other people, but hopefully we can make it super exciting today.
1: But case studies are so important.
0: So I, I feel like... It's good to get excited about the important things, right? It's true, for sure. Jamie, I know we have something else important that we are both probably pretty excited to talk about, and that is some of the deals that we've gotten recently. I know that you have been Cyber Monday shopping, so tell me what you have found.
1: I'm actually currently Cyber Monday shopping as we're talking.
0: (laughs) I understand. I
1: understand. (laughs) I'm looking at my computer screen, and I have, um, I don't know, 12 tabs open at all different websites. Um, I'm currently staring at a pair of jeans on the Bloomingdale's website and um, they are more than half off. So I feel like it would be a travesty if I did not purchase them.
0: I think that's really smart and I support that decision 100%. Thank you. What
1: did you buy? Are you buying anything? Tell me. Tell me all. I love living vicariously through other people. So our
0: 10th anniversary was over the weekend and we- Hey, happy anniversary, guys! Thank you. We celebrated because it was Black Friday, so we went to some sales. Because I guess that's romantic,
1: and we got—that's um, um, incredibly romantic. And if I was married to you, then that would have been my ideal
0: day. So <laughs> we did find some pretty good deals, though. We got a waffle maker for I think eight dollars. Hopefully, it's a good waffle maker. I always wonder when the price is that good for the doorbusters if I'm getting like. A bad piece of equipment, but that's going to be <laughs> our latest attempt to sneak vegetables into food for the little guy. Is to Ooh. someone had told me, a, a registered dietitian that I met told me, Oh, sneak it into waffles. And I'm like, Really? How do you do that? I don't know. I can't do you cook, like, So, blend it into we'll the see. batter? Yeah, I think so. But he will oh. eat anything that's red. That's pretty much his food rules. So, I'm thinking I'm going to get some red food coloring and make red waffles with pumpkin in it, maybe and see if he'll eat them. That's genius. I hope. Oh my God. This could go, me cooking, this can go horribly wrong. Horribly wrong. I would like you to document this journey. Oh my gosh. (laughs) It could be very, uh, this is not like the cute Instagram stories that you'll see from Pinch of Yum. This is going to be like in the trenches of it. (gasps) Have you seen my
1: Instagram stories? They consist of three things. The insane things that my children are doing, the food I'm eating- and the ways that my trainers are beating the
0: crap out of me <laughs>
1: that's Mine literally all that's on my Insta stories.
0: Mine is seriously everything I do at Sephora. I have a problem.
1: <laughs> you no, you don't. There's no such no. thing as a problem. I There's, bought I bought a bunch of stuff at Sephora online. I'll I'll say it. It was good.
0: Upgraded membership bonus, yeah. oh, and you get VIB uh, Rouge. I did. <laughs> oh my God. I'm
1: so jealous.
0: I have a serious Sephora addiction right now, but that's okay. It's
1: totally fine. I see no, I, there's no, ju- this is a judgment-free zone.
0: <laughs> you know, Jamie, I am guessing that Sephora could probably make a case study from me as to how they've lured in their ideal customer.
1: <laughs> That'd be Amazing. Oh, all the ways on social media, they make themselves look incredible. So I, mm-hmm. I think would we- We should suggest that to the fine folks at Sephora.
0: Sephora, I'm willing to give you a testimonial. Call me. (laughs) There's your permission. So let's take a quick break for a word from our sponsor. Today's sponsor is Make Your Case. At BizDisease, we believe you need four tools to market your influencer business. A great pitch, a media kit, a campaign report that wows your clients and helps you bring in repeat business, and a case study to showcase your performance. Case studies are not used by nearly enough influencers and we wanna help you change that. That's why we created Make Your Case, an all-in-one tool to help you create case studies for your influencer business. We've included a spreadsheet template to help you analyze your results, swipe copy, case study samples, and two instructional videos. We cover everything from what you should include in your case study to how to use it in your marketing. Make Your Case is everything you need to create case studies that showcase your performance and help you close more business. Visit businesseize.com slash makeyourcase to learn more. Use the code SAVE30 at checkout to save $30 on your purchase of Make Your Case. That's make slash makeyourcase and code SAVE30 to save $30 on your purchase. Welcome back. We are so excited to talk about case studies today.
1: One of the reasons I'm so excited is because we really believe that this is one of the most underutilized tools that influencers have.
0: So let's recap. For the past couple of episodes, we have been talking a series on the tools that we recommend every influencer have in their toolbox. Before we get started talking specifically about case studies, let's review the full list of tools so you can see how they all work together. So the first thing that we talked about and that you need
1: is a great pitch. This is the jumping off point. This is how you show brands and partners
0: why you should work together. Then we talked with Melissa Culbertson about media kits. And this is to give brands an introduction to you and to your channels. Next, we talked about campaign reporting, and
1: this is where we talked all about to show a brand you've worked with how you've
0: performed. Now, the last tool in the toolbox is case studies. It's really similar to campaign reporting because it shows how you've specifically performed, but instead of going directly to the brand you worked with, this is a public document that you can use with other brands during your pitch and sales process.
1: A lot of people don't even
0: know what a case study is or don't even use
1: them. So before we talk about how to create a case study, I think we need to talk a little bit about what it actually is. And essentially a case study is an overview of the performance of something you've already done. It's very specific to say one blog post or um, an Instagram post or a video that you created. It It discusses what you did and what the results were.
0: So for example, if you're a blogger, you may have a case study that's an overview of a sponsored blog campaign that you did and a full discussion of their performance. It's going to get into what your campaign goals were and really give a very specific analysis of how that performed. This automatically leads to this question
1: because we're Lawyers, and we can't help it. But a lot of people don't realize this, and they frequently ask if you need a brand's permission to feature them in a case study. And this is a gigantic yes. You must, must get permission in order to talk about your relationship, what you did for them, to use the brand's name, all of that, you absolutely need to go and ask. So that's your number
0: one first step in creating a case study is to go get permission. And what we recommend, if this is for a past campaign that you've done, just look at your contract. Depending on the brand, there may be a very specific provision about whether or not you can discuss those campaign results. We see that frequently where it will say, particularly if you're working with an agency on behalf of a brand, it may have a very specific prohibition that you can't discuss those results. If you don't see anything that's specific about case studies, you can also go into your confidentiality provision and see if there's anything referenced there. But remember, if it's not something that's in your contract specifically granting you permission, go back to the brand and ask. And it can be a simple email, right, Danielle? Absolutely. Emails are fine. It doesn't need
1: to be a brand new contract. And so it's just really important, though, that you get that written permission. Mm -hmm. Now, if it's a new client where you haven't signed your contract, because no
0: one that listens to our podcast
1: enters into relationships without a contract, right?
0: They don't. Yeah. They've all promised. We did a pinky swear at the start of
1: totally, Yeah. So this is a great negotiation point. This is a negotiation tip for you guys. If you haven't entered into the contract yet, this can be something that you ask about on the front end and it can be something that you're getting in exchange for something else because it certainly is a perk um, and it's something added for you if you do get that permission. All you need to do is just go to your client, tell them what you'd like to do and ask if you can discuss the campaign objectives and the results. Uh, You also want to be clear that the brand's name, your client's name and logo may be featured in the images as well. So you want to get permission for that too.
0: If you can't guess from how we have already phrased this, this is really important. Please make sure you don't skip this step because this is something that if you have featured a brand and you don't have permission, this is the kind of thing that could cause an email to come in asking if you can take it down. We don't want to see that happen to anyone. So Please make sure you are not skipping this step.
1: When I worked for the influencer network, this was a really common thing that we frequently asked for permission to be able to do. And brands were pretty amenable to it. They liked it. It was kind of cool for them to have their name continue to be out there to show the kind of work that they're doing. And we didn't really get a ton of pushback. So I think as long as you ask and you ask correctly, typically, I think people, most brands and clients will give, give that permission. Agree. And now if you don't have the brand's permission though, it's not the end of the world. You still can create a case study. You can do an anonymous case study, which is harder to feature results since you you can't use images from the campaign or other examples,
0: but it's doable. But it's obviously best if you do have the permission. Absolutely, because when you're looking at the anonymous case studies, the whole point, remember, a case study is there to showcase your performance. You want to be able for that brand to say, I wanna step into this other brand's shoes and see how they would perform for me. So just keep in mind that the anonymous case study isn't going to give them that same specific feeling about what you've done and what you can do because it's a little bit more vague. So whenever possible, we recommend getting the brand's permission and really making sure that you are highlighting the work that you did for them. Okay,
1: so now we have the brand's permission and we're ready to start. What do we include? The first thing to think about is how it's going to look. This should be short. It doesn't need to be multiple pages. It's likely going
0: to be a one-pager, very similar to your media kit. Now, the next step is to review the key components that you would include within your case study. The first piece is the objective. Here, you want to talk about what you were asked to do for that particular campaign. This might be something along the lines of brand tasked us, and use your brand name here, with creating a piece of sponsored content with an original recipe here's a big piece of that you want to remember what your key performance indicators were you'll hear us talk about kpis a lot that's how the brand is measuring success so if the brand had said to you what's really important to us are the total number of views the reach that that post had or if you're doing a video same thing there the number of views that it had and you can say within your objective the goal was to receive this many views over uh, whatever period of time, because then once you've listed that out, it helps you for some of the later sections. After you've talked about those KPIs, you want
1: to talk about your performance what what you actually did the recipe that you created or the video that you shot or the blog post that you wrote it doesn't need to be very long just you know a kind of a quick synopsis of what it is that you were doing for the brand
0: next talk about your results and your observations how did it perform get really specific because if you've listed out those kpis and you say for example the goal was to have five thousand views on this video and you had 10,000, you wanna be able to say this performed at 200% of the goal that was set by the brand. That looks really good. And if you have any insights about how it performed and why it did a certain way, definitely talk about those. If you can say this was shared on some really big channels and that's what helped us boost the views, that's a great thing for you to include, to kind of give that insight as to why it happened. Now to make it
1: pretty, we always recommend that you include some sample content, typically a great image to make it very visual, a really, really good thing to do that has great impact is a screenshot of a really great comment. Uh, When we did case studies, when I worked for the influencer network, this is something that the brands always got so excited for when they looked at the case studies was that snapshot of the comment because that shows engagement. So if you've got someone who is like super excited to try the recipe that you created,
0: just take a quick snapshot and include it, and it's, it has a huge impact. The next piece is a testimonial. If you don't have it, it's okay, but it adds a lot of credibility if you can get it. Talk to the person that you worked with most closely at the brand and ask them to talk about what it was like to work with you and if they would recommend you, why they would recommend you. Take that quote. It adds that layer of social proof that can be really effective if you're using the case study to close more business. One quick thing about testimonials,
1: if you get a really long one, (laughs) because sometimes people get very enthusiastic, it's okay if you want to edit it, but just make sure that you talk to your contact and let them know you're going to cut it down a little bit and get them to approve the edited version. Cause I mm-hmm. have seen <laughs> some people edit it, and then the person giving the testimonial didn't know that that was happening. Uh, so that's important. And the last thing that you want to include is your contact information. So you want to make sure that the person who's looking at your case study knows how to hire you. We, I see that left off a lot for some reason. And I think people are so excited about including all of their great information. They forget that one little part.
0: <laughs> it's funny because it's it really yeah. is one of those things that you kind of might think you can leave off because you're... You may have it listed on your website, but if somebody downloads it and it gets forwarded, you never know where that's going to end up. So always make sure there's an easy trail to, to find you because they want to hire you. They want to give you money. Make sure it's easy. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. Now that you know what to include, you're ready to create that first case study. But once you have it, When should you use it? The most common time that we see is during the pitch process. Use it to give a specific example of your performance and the kind of results that you can generate for a new brand that you are trying to work with. We view this as a really great complement to your media kit. You can also include one of them on your website and the part
1: about about me or hire me. Uh, I've seen that used really effectively. Mm -hmm. And you should also send it to the brand that's been featured in it. They may end up using it internally. They may pass it along. It's a nice, it's something nice that
0: complements your campaign report. So they would love to see it too. Absolutely. So if you aren't already using case studies, we hope this gives you the tools that you need to create your first case study. Don't forget to visit businessease.com episode 12 to get the show notes for today's episode. And remember, if you need more help with case studies, check out our newest product and today's sponsor, Make Your Case, how to create case studies to showcase your sponsored content. And don't forget to visit us in the BusinessEase HQ. I need
1: to hear, I need to live vicariously through others about their shopping experiences, so please tell us your best deal. I, I need to know. And you can find the BusinessEase HQ
0: at businessease.com/hq. Thanks so much for listening and we'll see you next week. Thanks for listening to this episode of the BusinessEase Influencer Marketing Podcast. Please subscribe if you haven't already. If you like the podcast, we'd love if you give us a review in Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Your reviews help new listeners find us. If you have any questions, you can email us at questions at We'd really love to hang out with you on our Facebook group, the Businesses HQ. To join, visit businesseize.com slash HQ. We want to give a big thank you to our producer, Don Jackson of the Raven Media Group, for making us sound so very good. Thanks for joining us, and we'll talk to you again next week. This podcast is heard along the Marketing Podcast Network. For more great marketing podcasts, visit marketingpodcasts.net.